America Invades America, Antifa Gets Her Groove Back, and the POC Book Club. Good day, everybody. It's the 3rd of June, and you are listening to the Batuta Advocates Daily News Wrap. My name is Errol Parker, and joining me in the studio for the first time since March... Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate, straight out of ISO, and as loud and boisterous as ever... And hasn't winter arrived right on time this year? It's colder than John Howard's heart during the Children Overboard scandal, I have to say. (laughs) Or as Alan Joyce would say, The temperature is lower than Virgin's bank balance. And Calvin. What's up first today, Errol? Well, the US President is sending the army in, as in those full-blown, full-time active service soldiers, to help get a handle on these riots. But everything isn't as it seems. U.S. government deploys military after oil was discovered beneath dozens of protests. Yes, and Scott Morrison was quick to congratulate Mr. Trump on his tough crackdown on protesters, telling the advocate that he and the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson have committed to supporting the president through this war. Yes, then Trump went on to explaining that he only invaded these protesters because they were weapons of mass destruction, as we've seen throughout dozens of U.S. cities. All that looting and vandalism and whatnot. It sounds like those barbarians are about to be liberated. Democracy might return to Santa Monica. Who knows? Certainly not this broken down old has-been newspaper editor, Clancy. Speaking of domestic terrorism, Errol, we continue our role in coverage of the civil disturbances in America with a story from our afternoon edition. The headline was, Anti-Fascist Punk Takes a Break from Smoking Bongs in Grandma's Basement to Mastermind Race Riot. Boy, I took a bit of offence to this one myself. I think it paints these people in a disarming colour, where, trust me on this one, these people are dangerous. Well, as a former anti-far sympathiser myself, I can assure you that all they did, even back in my day, was sink into a beanbag all day with a full ounce of chop, a soft pack of Peter Stuyvesant classics and a few farmers' union iced coffees to take the edge off the green. But by night, me and the anti-far boys would be throwing rocks, buses, policemen... Shops, you name it. I've thrown a rock at it. I was only a sympathiser, though. Well, that's a bit disappointing to hear, Clancy. I mean, you've gone from being a real Dr. Uncle Tony X type to having a news bulletin on the Spotify Drive playlist. It's a bit of a turnaround for an old anarchist like yourself. I bet your hero, Joe Rogan, would be disappointed to know you're an Antifa. Well, Joe knows me well. Um, I'm sure he'd understand as a, you know, a fellow successful podcaster. We all have our history, but as I said, I was never a member, I was a sympathiser. Nevertheless, the US President took to Twitter overnight to label Antifa a terrorist organisation after he blamed them for turning these once peaceful demonstrations currently gripping America into the absolute clusterfuck they have become. And that's despite most of Antifa, by your admission Clancy, being just a bunch of layabouts who live on their grandmother's couch. Yes, there's no underlying causes to these riots, they're simply the product of Antifa, who've hijacked the movement to serve their own purposes which is to overthrow the president. All they needed to do was create 800 years of systemic racism and generational inequality, and it was sitting right there in front of them. Well, answer this one, Birdbrain. Is Antifa and Anonymous the same thing? Because some of the things that Anonymous has been sharing about Trump's relationship with notorious pedophile Jeffrey Epstein have really gained some traction on the internet this week. If you haven't seen what I'm talking about, you should go and take a look at Twitter. Obviously, we can't uh, tell you exactly how to find those tweets because neither of us are ready to die just yet. I have a young family, and Errol won the Division 6 prize in the Oslotto last night, so we've both got a lot to live for. We'll leave that one to you. Yep, I'll be popping the jams tonight, a bit of soft cheese and jats for dinner. 
But for the Bulletin's last story, we bring it back to Australia and the way in which social media has responded to the past week's developments in the United States. In particular, our reporters in Sydney spoke to a young lady from the Harbour Capital's Lower West Side. They did. Our reporter was given some free advice by Heidi Kingstreet, a local watercolour artist in the Socialist Republic of Newtown, who took to social media today to recommend her followers read a great little book she's come across. The headline was, Newtown Girl Uses Backdrop of US Protest to Recommend a Good Book Written by a Black Person. And what book did she recommend, Clancy? It's called Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race by British author Rennie Edo Lodge. Quite interesting read. Would have blown her little mind. I love a title that really cuts to the point, you know, like Lord of the Rings or... Tomorrow when the war began, you know, I'm not one for ambiguous titles. Well, clearly Heidi doesn't like ambiguous titles either because she's dedicated four of her seven Instagram stories to telling people to read this book. But it's becoming increasingly clear to me that it seems like it's taken a near collapse of American society for the conversation of police brutality to be put in front of non-Indigenous Australians. Well, it's lucky white people have the right conversational tools like Instagram and Facebook to discuss these things in a calm and civil manner. It is, Errol. If white people didn't have Instagram stories, how would they ever be able to tell other people that they're on the right side of history by recommending a book or sharing a Mamma Mia meme at times like this? Yeah, short of actually physically working to dismantle the systems of oppression that colonisation has built over the past 200 or so years, you know, by challenging and highlighting injustice, I'm not sure what you can do. As long as we have brave people like Heidi at the coalface of social justice in this country, we're heading in the right direction. That's my opinion. Anyway, that's all we have time for this week. My name is Clancy Overall. You be kind to each other. And my name is Errol Parker. Remember, never speak to the police without a lawyer present. The police are not your friends and you cannot trust them under any circumstances. Protect yourself and don't be a snitch. 